of all the cathedrals in all the towns in all the world have any been depicted on the big screen as many times as St. Paul's? Surely not. Let's put in a quick disclaimer here, this is not an exhaustive list of every time St. Paul's Cathedral has appeared on screen. If it was, we could be here till a week on Tuesday while still running the risk of someone saying I believe you've forgotten one. So let's press on with a quick rundown of just some of the feature films made partly at St. Paul's including Lawrence of Arabia, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Sherlock Holmes, Fantastic Beasts The Crimes of Grindelwald, Men in Black International, The Madness of King George, Fast and Furious presents Hobbes and Shaw, and Mary Poppins Returns. In recent years though, two films in particular have grabbed the headlines. Firstly, there's Mission Impossible Fallout, which saw Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt running into and then walking sheepishly through the cathedral while a funeral takes place. The film also features Tom leaping from the roof of St Paul's during a sequence which saw him sustain an injury in real life due to his insistence on eschewing the services of a stunt double, but it does serve to show that he's definitely one of those in for a penny, in for a pound global movie stars. The second film to create a huge splash in recent times is Paddington 2, which features the strange case of a disappearing nun who looked suspiciously like Hugh Grant being pursued by cathedral security. One of them broke free from the herd and made her way to the whispering gallery. Only the good Lord knows what she was doing up there. But she was never going to get away with it. Not while I'm vice deputy head of security. Oi! Attention all units, an unusually attractive nun is causing mayhem in the cathedral dome. Activate emergency protocol. Stop that stunning sister! I set off at lightning speed. But by the time we'd locked the place down, she'd vanished into the night. Good evening, my son. Oh, uh, good evening, Your Grace. Good evening. Most beautiful woman I've seen in a long time. Well, each to their own. There are also movies set at St Paul's but not actually filmed there, such as London Has Fallen and Hellboy, which both use the same downsized replica cathedral built in Bulgaria. As for Mary Poppins, the famous Feed the Birds segment was filmed on a soundstage in Burbank, California, a whopping 5,432 miles from the actual steps in the city of London. In fact, the cathedral is such a London icon that it's often included in futuristic visions of the city. Sci-fi fans will recognise St Paul's from the Peter Jackson film Mortal Engines, while Star Trek aficionados will have seen it in Star Trek Into Darkness, and Marvel lovers in Thor The Dark World. The majesty of St Paul's wasn't lost on Alfred Hitchcock either. The cathedral features in several of his early films, whether it be as a backlit cardboard cutout in 1936's Secret Agent or in the opening scene of 1950's Stage Fright. It even features as the Phoenix Films logo, the production company behind his wartime short films Bon Voyage and Aventure Malgache. It's not just the big screen of course, from The Crown to The Simpsons, Bridgerton to Black Mirror, Doctor Who to Friends, St Paul's can be seen in a plethora of TV shows. For many years, even before programmes had begun, St Paul's was already popping up on the nation's television sets as the most prominent London landmark in the famous Thames TV ident, 
which featured accompanying music almost as recognisable as the buildings on screen. Unsurprisingly, all manner of documentaries have focused on the cathedral, but there are some largely unknown gems, such as 1967's fascinating The London Nobody Knows, where dogmatic host James Mason lets his opinions run loose on some of the new post-war buildings in the vicinity of St Paul's which are, in his opinion, not aesthetically pleasing. He also shows us where Christopher Wren lived while the fourth St Paul's was being built, Cardinal's Wharf on Bankside, which gave Wren an uninterrupted view of the progress being made of a place which would one day be familiar to millions upon millions due to its presence on screens across the planet. The fact of the matter is that if a film or television show is set in London, then there's a good chance of catching a sight of St Paul's. To the worldwide audience, St Paul's is London, and London is St Paul's. Indeed, it transcends just being a backdrop or marker. If a location can rightly be described as a character in itself, then Wren's masterpiece is undeniably London's principal lead. So what really is there left to be said other than St Paul's Cathedral? Take a bow.